Welcome to GW Integrative Medicine, the podcast about disease prevention and health promotion from the Office of Integrative Medicine and Health at the George Washington University School of Medicine and Health Sciences. I'm Dr. Lee Frame, Program Director of the Integrative Medicine Program here at GW. And I'm Janet Rodriguez, the Office's Administrative Director. Well, Dr. Frame, we have some very exciting news today. Yes, we do. I am pretty much beside myself with joy to be announcing something that's been in the making since I joined GW. Uh, We have a new program in integrative medicine nutrition. So you can come here and you can get a master's in integrative medicine, or you can choose to focus a little bit more on nutrition. So you're going to get that core of integrative medicine, the whole person care, the patient-centric approach. It's going to be evidence-based, but you're going to get a lot more nutrition. Uh, And that should really benefit people who, even physicians, who've gotten almost no nutrition knowledge from their, their degree so far. I'm always surprised when I talk to physicians and uh, PAs, for that matter, who receive very little nutrition education uh, when they're in med school or PA school. Could you tell us a little bit about some of the things that make what we're doing different? That's a that's a great question. So first, it, it's true that that. MDs and PAs and, and most of our healthcare providers get very minimal nutrition exposure. Um, here at GW, we actually do a pretty good job with our PAs. I teach the nutrition and they get a whole week, which is more than many other places. So we're getting there. Is, is that a new development? So I did recently start teaching that. Yes, that is new. Um, so another new thing GW is doing. Uh, but the idea is that there are lots of providers out there who are seeing patients that have chronic diseases like diabetes, obesity, heart disease, um, and the primary first-line therapy for those is diet and exercise, and they have no training in diet or exercise. Um, Exercise, we can refer them pretty easily to a personal trainer, and that can be taken care of, um, or they can find out some group activity they like, like, like yoga, for instance, which I also like to recommend because it also hits a lot of other things like stress management and self-care. But that nutrition knowledge is a little bit harder to get, and part of it is because of insurance coverage. It's hard to get your patient to see a registered dietitian, unfortunately. And so it would be great if physicians could have a quick five, ten-minute chat with their patients and be able to guide them in the right direction. And so that's what our program is designed to do. A physician who has been in practice for anywhere from, you know, one to 30 years who wants to learn a little bit about the integrative medicine approach and wants to really get a deep dive in nutrition would apply to our master's program. They'd come in, they're going to get a great foundation in integrative medicine. Almost all of the courses that are included in the original master's plus this additional uh, information they're going to get on nutrition that's going to let them talk to their patients or um, clients if they're not physicians, if they're health coaches or something, uh, clients about how they can improve their diet and lifestyle to improve their health. Now, one of the things that I know our listeners would be interested in is a certification that might come from this new program. 
Absolutely. So if you're not a physician, one of the best things about this program is it offers the opportunity to sit for the certified nutrition specialist exam, which is a credential which allow you to see clients and counsel them on nutrition. Or you could work for a physician and be his sort of nutrition go-to or her nutrition go-to and uh, advise patients when they don't have the time to do that. Um, however, it's also really valuable for any healthcare provider. You have this now expertise in nutrition. So even if you're an MD, you're now MD comma CNS, which shows that you have a real commitment to nutrition and the knowledge to back up that practice. I know that medical knowledge in general is changing at a very rapid pace. Can you tell us a little bit about how that pertains specifically to nutrition? Oh, that's a great question. Because do we eat the eggs? Do we don't eat the eggs? <laughs> oh, that's a good example. So first of all, I will have to add that nutrition scientist is not as conflicted as, as you would see from reading the headlines. And a lot of times headlines are sensationalized or taken out of context. So if you're a nutrition scientist, you actually have a better idea of what reality is than if you were out there just reading the headlines. So it's not quite that conflicted. But that being said, there is new science coming out all the time. And nutrition is a relatively young field. So I think there's a lot more science coming out in our field than maybe in some of the more established areas of healthcare. Um, and that's why we focus a lot on clinical research skills in our program. So we give you the ability to go into the evidence and make a determination for yourself as to whether we are there yet in terms of being able to recommend this clinically. Um, and, and one such instance might be this, this egg debate. Um, are eggs good for our patients or not? And it it's generally pretty, it's pretty relative, actually. It's, it's really the answer is what are you comparing it to? Are you replacing, um, processed meat products? Are you replacing red meat? Then egg is probably a better choice. Um, so you really have to work with your patient and discuss what works for them, what their lifestyle is like. And those are the type of things that we work through in the program, just going through case examples and realizing that there, there may be a quote unquote ideal diet that everyone talks about, but that's probably not realistic. There is a right diet for the right patient, and we'll work through how you get to that with your patients. One of the things that uh, I want to make sure that everyone knows about this wonderful new program is that it's a first. Oh, yes, we are. We are the first Masters of Science in Health Sciences in Integrative Medicine Nutrition. There are some integrative nutrition programs out there, but they don't have that medical focus, and they don't have the real... Um, emphasis on the healthcare system and um, the business of integrative medicine. And we also look a lot at, like I was talking about clinical research. So I think this program is a more, um, more holistic version of some of the other programs that are out there and not only looking at nutrition. We're sort of looking at all the elements of the healthcare system that can control nutrition, as well as all the elements of a person's life that can contribute to whether they can or cannot do your nutrition plan. Now, when can people apply? They can apply right now. Uh, our application deadline actually starts July 15th for the fall. Uh, we do have applications again for spring, and that deadline is in December. So if you don't have time to put together your application now, don't worry. There's another one coming up, uh, and we will be here for a long time. So if you can't get into this year, and maybe you can move your schedule around to do a master's the following year, we would love to have have you. Um, you can reach out to us or um, our admissions team, who are very knowledgeable and they will be able to guide you through that whole process. But we try and keep it as simple as possible. 
So yesterday, Dr. Frame, you gave a integrative medicine track lecture to some of the first-year students. During the course of that, we were talking about this new program and how it's available to any student who is on the graduate level. Yeah, that's right. You don't just have to join the master's program as a master's student to be able to have access to some of these new courses. So any GW student that's at the graduate level can take any of our integrative medicine courses, and that includes the integrative medicine nutrition courses. And I would highly encourage med students, PA students, anyone who feels like they're not getting enough nutrition here at GW. NP students. NP students, yes. Actually, nursing does a little bit better with nutrition. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> so I'm a little less concerned with them. Um, but absolutely, we welcome nursing students or um, anyone at the graduate level who's interested in learning more about nutrition. Uh, our introductory course really gives you a great uh, overview of nutrition um, in maybe a different way than historically it was taught, not so much nutrient by nutrient, but more the approach for nutritional care. Um, and then nutrition too, I think is also highly accessible to anyone who's really interested in nutrition. And that's about um, life cycle. So your nutritional needs change throughout your life. And that's not always something we talk about either. We talk about how you need to have this recommended daily allowance of this vitamin. And, but that's different if you're an infant, a toddler, an adolescent, um, a middle-aged adult versus a young adult versus an elderly person, if you have any illnesses. So those are the types of things we start to, to deep dive in on nutrition too. Do you have to be a um, health professional to take this course? That's a good question. So you don't have to be a current health professional, no. Definitely this would work well for someone who's a health professional. But if you're a pre-professional, you want to go to med school and maybe you're changing careers and you want to really show that that biochemistry course that you took five or ten years ago is something you can still do. But you're also interested in nutrition and integrative medicine. This would be a great opportunity for you. Um, would this be something that would be good for somebody who is interested in health coaching? Yes, definitely health coaching. Um, and someone who is a personal trainer, a yoga instructor, someone who's got some sort of health interest and maybe already has a credential uh, but doesn't have that nutrition knowledge. This would be perfect for them because it will really add to their repertoire. Because um, you know their clients, patients, students are asking these questions. Absolutely. And unfortunately, a lot of the information out there is misinformation. So if you're going to a personal trainer and getting diet advice – it may be based on personal experience, which could be useful, or it may be based on some blog that they read, which is not scientifically based and could potentially be dangerous. So it would be better if you went to a personal trainer who had a CNS credential. Um, and you can actually look up these professionals online. Um, but eventually they'll be coming out of GW and also have that holistic integrative medicine approach. Um, and I hope that that's the type of thing that will really change our healthcare system and really focusing on that preventative aspects rather than waiting until you come in and you're sick and we need to provide medications. So along with this very exciting development, because we've been sitting on this how long? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I've been planning it for about a year and a half and just waiting for all the ducks to get in a row. Um, start and stop and start and start. Well, let me not say start and stop because it was always going. It was always going. going. Yeah, it was always right. going. Um, but this is very exciting because I think it's the first um, in a several 
different tracks that you may be launching over the next few years. That's right. Um, this was this is definitely my 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 baby because I'm my background is nutrition and I feel very passionate that nutrition is really at the root of most of our modern diseases. Um, but the idea is that integrative medicine is a really broad field and it needs a lot more support than just physicians or other healthcare providers. And so we are moving in the direction of providing integrative medicine training to those who are related to integrative medicine. So nutrition is the first step. It's the most logical step. It's not just physicians. It's anyone who could support physicians in their care, nurses, PAs, um, health coaches, personal trainers. But the next step will be how do we change the healthcare system to better suit these types of needs? Right now, our system is really built as a sick care system, and it's not designed for preventative care. Um, so we are, are looking at planning a healthcare administration track for the integrative medicine program. So you can learn about how to get nutrition coverage. How do you do group models and other ways that you can make integrative medicine a better business model and help it try and fit into our current healthcare system, but also think about how can we change our current healthcare system to better fit this holistic and preventative medicine, which is what we really need. Now you're going to have a really busy couple of months. Um, we had the launch today, and then in July, you have a conference, big conference coming up. That's right, the International Conference for Nutrition and Medicine. This is the first year we've really fully partnered with Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine on that. Um, and what we're really trying to focus on is um, getting more people involved in the science. So we're adding a poster session. We're overseeing that poster session for PCRM and trying to get – um, young investigators, students involved in the conversation about the science behind nutrition. Um, and it is, it is real science. It's not mysticism as some people will talk to you. You know, there's this magical broth that's going to make you feel better. There's, there's a lot more to it than that. Um, and we need to have the conversation to be really grounded in science. And ICNM really gives the opportunity for that. And I'm very grateful that we can be partners with PCRM on that. Now, you went to the conference for the first time last year. What's what's your takeaway for folks that haven't gone to it? I did. It's a, it's an incredible conference. The energy is intense. People are so excited to be there. The speakers are fantastic. The food is fantastic, delicious and nutritious. So you're all you're all fueled well throughout the day, but you don't get that nice, you know, three o'clock slump. No one was tired. We were all still perky even in the afternoon. Um, and it's just really nice to have scientists from all over the world come in and talk about nutrition um, and the controversies in nutrition, too, which is really great because there's there's a lot out there that we still don't really know. And to see evidence starting to come together is is really great. So you're very involved in this conference this year. You're heading up the poster session. You'll be sitting in on a lot of the, the different presentations, but Aren't you giving a presentation? I am. I'm also speaking, um, speaking about nutrition and the gut microbiome, somewhat related to the podcast we did on that topic. And um, we have a, a pending systematic review coming out any minute, and it's really based on that. And just how important 
nutrition and food is for the health of our microbiome and thus the health of our whole bodies. And uh, also really interesting what we don't know about that uh, because there's a lot to be learned and uh, we have some methodological issues still in studying that and the technology needs to improve. I, I hope that this is a really good how-to guide for researchers on what they should be doing next, where we are now and where we should be going. Um, I also think that it's really important to realize that a lot of the recommendations we're giving based on nutrition really tie into the effect on the gut microbiome. So we talk a lot about eating a variety of foods, eating a mostly plant-based diet, um, and, and eating a lot of fiber. Well, that's basically what we see in the research about the gut microbiome. And those are the only things that seem to hold true. Everything else is a little, little bit more convoluted. And it could be because everything else is somewhat dependent on those three factors. We really can't get enough about the microbiome here at GW, can we? No, absolutely not. It's a very hot topic right now. We just had our uh, second annual Sung Symposium, Brain Health and Wellness. And um, one of our speakers was Dr. Emerin Mayer, who, uh, would you like to tell our listeners a little bit about him? Absolutely. And Dr. Emerin Mayer is really one of the foremost experts in the gut-brain connection. And he looks at the role that the gut microbiome plays in mental health. Um, and the health of the brain. And that might sound a little weird to you when you first hear it, but if you think about it, um, when you have a public speaking engagement and you get nervous and we talk about you have butterflies in your stomach or um, some people actually get sick, uh, that right there is the gut-brain connection. Um, and it's anxiety affecting your gut. And it can work vice versa as well. The the gut can actually produce neuro or does produce neurotransmitters that then affect the brain and how you feel. So if you missed uh, the Sung Symposium, we have a video and it'll be up on the office's website, but it's also going to be on YouTube. Um, so we hope you all listen in. Yeah, I would highly recommend it. Um, Dr. Mayer's talk uh, is accessible to the lay folk as well. So if you feel like, oh, I can't listen to a scientific talk, don't feel that way about this one. You should be able to to at least get the the main concepts that he's discussing. And I think it'll be very interesting. Okay, I think that's enough for today. This is the GW Integrative Medicine Podcast from the GW Office of Integrative Medicine and Health. I'm Dr. Lee Frank. And I'm Janet Rodriguez. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.